Hello, creative friends. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Living Creatively with your hosts, Angela Dalton. And Monica Parks. This is the podcast where we discuss topics about finding, nurturing, and protecting your creativity and creative spirit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, no, the tables have turned. The, oh, how the turntables. <laughs> How you doing, Monty? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh no, I was. <laughs> I'm gonna hold that conversation for when we speak to Miss Isis, and we can we can expound on it, or stand on it, whatever. Talk about it, whatever your word is. But oh, no, mm-hmm. yeah. Unfortunately, folks, I may have put Monica in a bad mood before we started recording, talking about a movie. But we'll talk about it in episodes to come. Yes. 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 Other than that, I'm tired. I took Callie to um <laughs> took Callie on a hike and today she wasn't feeling dog friendly nor was she like we were three miles in and she was still on ten. I'm like, whew, that border collie and that blue healer is kicking in. I and mean, it won't slow down. Right. She took I I'm tired. She over She's here like, laid down. Go. Listen, she laying over here snoring like she just worked two jobs in an overnight shift. And <laughs> I'm like, you should be sleeping the way you acted today. But <laughs> <laughs> you got outside. That's good. Mm-hmm. How are you doing? <laughs> Listen, I think I've said on the last three episodes of how hot it's been in California. Mm-hmm. And today it rained like a good rain, not like mm-hmm. the little misty, like mm-hmm. mm, here's a little sprinkle of water, but like mm-hmm. a rain rain. Right. And so it's uh, like, so it's like one of those like nice gloomy kind of days though, where you just want to like have a cup of tea and read a book. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm doing great. <laughs> all right. <laughs> we always opposite, aren't we? <laughs> we are. We are. That's what I was like, what happened? What happened? <laughs> But today we're going to talk about, you know, we took a long break, a break longer than usual. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, you know, saw some movies. We saw some things. We mm-hmm. saw some things while we were mm-hmm. we were on our break. And we thought, you know, why don't we take a minute to talk about what we saw? Mm-hmm. And especially those things that had, you know, a profound effect on us. And that could be like good or bad. I know before mm-hmm. we were like, that inspired us. But you know what? After our conversation before we started rock. <laughs> It could be things that made us mad too. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> because, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot out there. Um mm-hmm. good, bad, and ugly, right? It's just mm-hmm. like there's so much out there. Um, and there were some things that though this post-pandemic world trying to find our new normal. Mm-hmm. There have been some films and some television shows that came out that made me feel like, okay, maybe this isn't such a bad place. Maybe we don't have to burn all of it down. <laughs> Just certain latitude and longitude points on the <laughs> hemisphere, northern hemisphere. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. So you want to go first? You want me to go first? Well, I can go first because mine are older movies. They're, they're not anything that happened. Because for me, man, I didn't see anything come out after the pandemic. I felt like anything that I was looking at, you could tell we were in the struggle. Like stuff was being filmed on one lot in one room. It was like, y'all, maybe y'all should just stay on vacation until you know things open back up. You know, so I wasn't really seeing anything that I wanted to see. So um, two of the things that I think that really kind of, you know, 
were a turning point for me or were was something that I, the last time I saw something that was really good. And they were both movies. And one is um, called The Age of Adeline. And it actually came back on. I don't know if it's left off of there again, but it came back on Netflix again. And it's one of my favorite movies, um, mainly because of two two undertones. One is the femininity. Mm-hmm. It is there's this femininity that is the tone of the whole movie that is very sensual, very sexy. But so it's so in the side of how you can be very feminine and it be sexy at the same time, which is rare right now because it's like sexy is now like why, it's, you know, legs open, booty shaking, right? It's in your face, literally. Um, and femininity is not really shown in a in a way that is outside of it just being the way you dress, it, mm. you know, not a tap mm-hmm. in a way, you know, the simple ways of a look. Um, body language, how you turn your head, how you place your hands, like, you know, that kind of, that kind of tapping into your femininity. Mm -hmm. And so I liked it because it made me very aware because at that point, like I, I, you know, I'm always aware of like, you know, how I do my hair, how I do my makeup, how I do my, um, my, my dress, that kind of thing. But this tapped in on a different internal level, like Mm -hmm. tapping into the effects of your femininity, um, the power of your femininity, the sensuality of your femininity. And I thought that that was amazing. I thought that I was just like, oh my gosh, this is, this is amazing. I love watching this. And so I really enjoyed that movie because that's one of the things that brought me back to that. Uh, who is in it? I don't think I've ever seen it. Um, Blake, is it, is her name Blake? Blake Lightly? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Thank you for okay. saving me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I was about to mix that all up. <laughs> I got you. I got you, friend. Yes. Like lead Harrison Ford. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Okay. Even though Harrison Ford wasn't her love interest, but he was in there. Okay. But yes, Blake Lively. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was very I it's just the it was just the whole tone of it. I just I hadn't seen it in a while. I don't know when the last time I've seen femininity displayed in such a way it, as it being like a um, a very thought thought out process of it being a part of the character without it being like she's, you know, um, unaware of things or she's clueless, you know, like yeah. it not being that kind of thing, but being very assured and self-confident and, you know, I, yeah. I can do with or without, you know, but also very in touch with how she moves and how she flows and her effects and her being her individuality. Like it was just really good to see. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a, there's a trope and I think it's, I mean, it's probably in all movies, but I only know it from like science fiction movies called born sexy yesterday, mm-hmm. where it's like the beautiful woman, but she's like, she has zero intelligence, mm-hmm. you know, or she comes into her intelligence very quickly, even mm-hmm. though she was just created the day mm-hmm. before, kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So weird science. Movies. Yeah, I hate those mm-hmm. movies. Mm-hmm. Or Ex Machina was coming like more recently was another one. Okay. That people are talking mm-hmm. about. Anyways, that's not my movie on my list. Okay. Um, <laughs> 
Ex Machina, not, not your movie. Okay. Um, my movie that really got to me, got to me. Mm-hmm. And I, I went into it really not knowing anything about it. I just heard people talking about it. Um, I, re- I, I was curious to see it because of the lead actress, because I loved her in other action movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Oh, that's the one I meant to go see, and I didn't get a chance to see it because you told me about it. You gotta go and see I it. And I didn't see it. Man, it's gone now. I don't know where it is. Well, but you have, okay, you can see it on streaming, you know? But yeah, not. I, well, I don't know if it's in movie theaters or not. But anyways, it's Michelle Yao is amazing like i remembered her from like the mummy um mummy days she was like just this beautiful badass asian like actress like uh action actress i loved her and then she just kind of disappeared for a little bit and slowly we've been seeing her come back a little bit more like i think she was in crazy rich asians i think she was the mother in crazy rich asians maybe um Mm, i don't remember her being in crazy rich asian but i do remember her being in uh, memoirs of a geisha yes maybe that's what i'm thinking no she Mm -hmm. was in crazy rich asians also Mm -hmm. Um, okay but anyways i i've been telling everybody go see this movie. And they're like, what's it about? And I'm like, I I can't tell you. And it's not like I can't tell you because I don't want to tell you. Mm -hmm. It's because it's so hard to describe what the movie's about. Mm -hmm. That is just better to go into it. But what I will say, like why it affected me so much, it's like, it's an absurdist movie that looks at, you know, dimensionally, like Mm -hmm. how choices affect our outcomes, our results, like the choices Mm -hmm. we make result, like give us different results. Right. Mm -hmm. And something like how we as human beings, like deal with what we think of as regret. And what I really liked about the movie is because when you get to the end of it, you start thinking about all the things that you think that you regret, but then you think, well, but I wouldn't be where I am today. Right. Mm -hmm. If I hadn't Mm -hmm. made these decisions. And it's just like, you, I came out of it, and I think a lot of people who I've talked to have seen it, come out of it thinking it changes your perspective to think you're where you're supposed to be. You still have time to do the things that you want to do and give yourself a break and and love who you are and who you've, came, who you've become based on how you got through your challenges in life. Because we all have challenges. We all have mm-hmm. you know, upsets. We all have things we wish would have happened, things didn't happen, losses, you know, all of those things. But at the end of the day, that doesn't mean that you can't regret who you are, where you are standing in that moment. And so I've just been telling everybody, I feel like it does like a reset, like a brain reset. Um, So yeah, I really, I loved that movie so much and she's amazing. And, you know, and, oh, and also I loved it because (laughs) he, who Quan, Mm -hmm. he was so fun to see him because he was, did you ever see the Temple of Dune, Indiana Jones, the Temple of Dune. Mm-hmm. Do you remember mm-hmm. Round Kick? Mm-hmm. He's her husband. He's oh, wow. Up. He has grown up and he's still like, he kind of faded also from movies, mm-hmm. um, but he continued to do martial arts and, um, and like became like a combat, like a film combat choreographer. Mm-hmm. And the two of them together are such badasses in the choreography, the martial art choreography. Mm-hmm. But it was like, but I was like, oh my God, it's Rob Kick. How are you doing, Shorty? <laughs> but he's phenomenal too. Um, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is in it. She's great. Everybody's great in the movie. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a mind-bending movie, but it's so fun and nonstop. Like as soon as the movie starts, it just does not stop. It just mm-hmm. is like, go, 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 go. But it's just such beautifully told 
um, it's a family movie. It's a, it's a women empowerment movie. It's, it's like, it's a human movie, like how we just deal with each other as humans and like the need for compassion and empathy and understanding and mm-hmm. why it's so important. I just, it gets at, it was, it just felt like a cleanse, like a brain cleanse mm-hmm. where I didn't want to burn again. I didn't want to burn it all down. Just other, just parts of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I have to go and see if I can find it on, um, on a streaming service then to I'm see sh- if I can watch it. I'm sure it is. I know it is. I mean, it's probably on Amazon, but you might have to rent it. But yeah, I'm sure you can find it somewhere. Yeah, you got to yeah. watch it. I'd be watch it because I want to know what you think of it. When you um, were talking about it, it reminded me of this book that I really, really loved. I don't know what happened to that book, but um, they did do a movie version of it. Not as obviously not as good as the book. But for someone probably who's not really into the metaphysical and everything, the book might be a bit much like, now come on now, you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas the book, the movie softens it up some so that it's a little bit more digestible by someone who might not be into that completely. And it is called um, Way of the, Way of the Peaceful Warrior. <gasps> yes. I and I think that. I like that one because, even when I say the title, like I don't even have to go back and read the book. That's how much of an impact it had. I don't have to go back and watch the movie. That's how much of an impact it had mm-hmm. is that it automatically snaps me into that here and now. Mm-hmm. That was that moment where books were coming out, like the power of now and all of that kind of thing. And it and the thing with the uh, Way of the Peaceful Warrior is that it spoke a lot of, it was dealing with the dynamics of life not having to be perfect, having to be all good. There's good and bad. They both exist at the same time. And it basically can be like in that moment, you can be looking at bad and that's all you're going to be seeing. It doesn't mean that good is not happening at the same time. It just means that you don't have the eye to see it. The same way as you can choose to look at the good doesn't mean that bad is not happening. It's just meaning that you're choosing to see the good but also how to deal with conflict and and tragedy in your life and how to be able to rise up from that in a realistic way. And all of it really comes from the thought process of it being the power of the mind mm-hmm. and how mentally your mind basically depicts whatever your reality is. And when people say you have created, if you look around your world, you have created that yeah. and it's coming from the thought process because you are, you're not, you're not able to see anything more than what is in front of you. And because you're seeing that it is going to give you more of that because it's kind of like your mind thinks I like this, even if you don't like it, it's just, your mind doesn't think of good and bad positive. It just thinks, Oh, this is what we're thinking of. Give you more of this that supports this mindset because it's almost like I've said this before. Your mind is your cheerleader. It's like, I got your back. You're right. They hateful. Did you see what they did? You know what I mean? Like, and it's like, it's going to be your, it's going to be there for you telling you like, no, I saw that too. And it's just going to keep showing you more and more and more and more. And you have to make a decision as to what you're going to focus on. And it's a moment by moment thing. It's not like a three-step program or like a, for the rest of my life, I got it. No, it's like, Every moment you have a decision that says good or bad, positive or negative, what do you choose? And and then that and that's the end of it. And it just shows the dynamics of how also those choices 
can lead you into certain circumstances and how you have to deal with the consequences of that. But even in that, that doesn't mean that that's a forever. You're not stuck there. Exactly. There's ways to kind of promote through it. And it's watching this guy, whether it's on, is more traumatic in the book than it is in movie, but you're watching this guy bumble through life trying to get a handle, but he's so internally like fighting this thing, you know, like just like, ah, this doesn't work, you know, kind of thing. And it's like, oh, okay, it doesn't work then. And it's like, but I want it to work. And it's like, okay, it's going to work then. And it's like, it's just like, it's like you're really seeing the battle that he's having, like, and then realizing like, yeah, it really is that simple, but also that hard. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love that book. Thanks for reminding me of that book. I used to give it away as graduation presents. Mm. And I wish I had remembered that because there are like a bunch of friends who had kids who graduated this year. And I really, Mm -hmm. now I'm like, I'm just going to buy it and send it to them. Yeah. I love that book because you're right. I I think I have read that book five or six times. Like my Mm -hmm. copy is torn and Mm -hmm. ratted and worn and highlighted and circled and underlined and everything Mm -hmm. because... Yes, you're right. It was about it's about your perspective, mm-hmm. right? And your mm-hmm. and how you feel, your mental health, your physical health, all, your emotional health, all of that is based on your perspective mm-hmm. and what you choose to focus on. And mm-hmm. the fact of like things that you think that are bad that are happening to you may not necessarily be bad. They may actually mm-hmm. be saving you from something unforeseen, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like there might be a reason because I think well, I don't want to get I don't want to ruin the book for anybody, but there's mm-hmm. things that happen to him, and it's like, well. This may have happened to you, but think of something like you could have died. So maybe this thing happening to you Mm -hmm. resulted in you not dying, right? Mm -hmm. And yes, so I always, yeah. Thanks for bringing that back. Uh, There are certain books that that I feel like they are like, I feel like they should be in the school system. They're just really, really good, powerful books. And for me, one is The Power of Now. I know this wasn't supposed to be like a book show, but here we are. (laughs) This is what we're doing. (laughs) (laughs) One is The Power of Now. Um, two is the, uh, uh, way of a peaceful warrior. And the third one is, I feel like the big leap is in there. Mm, okay. Those, okay. those books that you don't have to, you, you read it and it's just like it, you're like a student reading it that later on, you don't even have to pick it back up. It's like, there's things that happen. You're like, ah, what's trying to, what's trying to push forward. Mm-hmm. What's trying to come, what's trying to reveal itself. What what yeah. getting ready to do a big leap? Like it's just I feel like that one's up there too. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. Ah, oh, see now I want to watch. Well, I don't. I didn't like the way of the Peaceful Warrior movie, but now it wasn't that great. Again. But like I said, if you're not into the metaphysical, if that's if it's too much, because it's it's deep metaphysical. Yeah. in the book, and so if you kind of want to kind of dip your toe in to see what it's about, you can watch the movie and be like. Okay, well, let me see what this is about because it's kind of like the over the the like the soft push of it. Yeah, the movie for me for me the movie just felt more like a sports movie, mm. like a sports overcoming movie, and mm. not really what the book was supposed to be. About, Got it. Which was, mm-hmm. To me, again, that's and because mm-hmm. you're right because the book does it. Well, it just allows him. Um, Dan Millman was the mm-hmm. author of that book because mm-hmm. it was almost like it was autobiographical semi-autobiographical yeah mm-hmm, it was and so i think you could just get more out of the book because he's giving his own personal and perception and interpretation of things that was going through his mind when things were happening and so you get just a more a clearer understanding of mm-hmm. the message he's trying to convey yeah so there you have it forget the movie go look at the book read the book yeah read the book <laughs> This is 
one of those ones where you're saying, read the book. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's what it's coming from. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, funny to talk about like perspective or books mm-hmm. that like change your perspective. I think I spoke, well, I know, I know I, I did speak about this in our, in one of our last episodes cause I got real adamant, <laughs> but it's, it was based on a book. It's now a Netflix series, TV series called how to change your mind by Michael Pollan. Pollan. Mm-hmm. I never say his name. Right? I'm so sorry, Mr. Pollan. Um, But the book he wrote was extensive, extensive research that he had done on psychedelic drugs, the history Mm -hmm. of them, how they were created, how they Mm -hmm. were made, whether they were um, lab created, Mm man-made or um, nature, natural, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and I know I went off about this because really overall, like there's an overarching understanding with natural LSDs of how much it has infected um, and affected the the indigenous community mm-hmm. because their their community is the ones who really kind of brought them into mainstream, right? Mm-hmm. Stolen by white people mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, commodified by white people. Mm-hmm. But um, the but what I really love about the the television series is because you know when you talk about psychedelics, when you talk about drugs, obviously right away people either are like for them or against them. It's like, mm-hmm. it feels like a very clear cut dividing mm-hmm. line. Mm-hmm. And I, it, it gave the perspective of like a lot of the reason why people are against drugs is because of number one, the propaganda from American government mm-hmm. because of control, right? Mm-hmm. They want to control the drugs. And so the only way that they know how to do that is to either get people to be afraid of them or to create legislation around them to be able to control them. But it's always about control. And what I loved about reading or watching this TV series, because it put in the perspective of if the government had stayed out of it, if they had just let researchers, clinical researchers and psychologists continue their research, that it literally could have changed the face of society in a positive way. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of these drugs are like, there's been like, they're, they're the only known um, cure or help for things like PTSD, like mm. very serious forms of PTSD, mm-hmm. or very serious forms of trauma. And they're not just letting people take them all willy nilly, like it's guided, you know, and it's right. like very clinical in terms of how they're, they're prescribing them and utilizing them to help these things. But it could have helped depression. It could help. It can. It can help depression. It can help PTSD. It can help all of these things that we're dealing with that are making our society sick. But government just won't let. Just won't stay out of it, right? Because mm-hmm. they want to monetize it in some mm-hmm. way, shape, or form. But they are actually helping people who really, really need them to function. Mm-hmm. To just like basic functions of getting out of bed and, and like living their life, you mm-hmm. know? So it doesn't matter whether you understand it. You don't have to understand it. You don't have to like it, but have some empathy and understanding around why some people might need to have it and yeah. how it can really change the type of lifestyle and their participation in the community. Mm-hmm. So how to change your mind, Netflix, four okay. episodes, four episodes, four episodes. <laughs> All right, my my last one is I have definitely talked about this before, um, um, but it's the one that bears the one that I keep, and I think that it's it gets up such a bad rap. I um now because I think people played the same into the ground and put it on posters and t shirts and home decor and everything else that is like now if you if you even say it, people are hissing at you. I mean, but. <laughs> 
Doggone it. I learned something from this, okay? It's eat, pray, love. And <laughs> I'm only laughing because of our pri- our talk before we started recording. And that's all I'm going to ever think now because of that. Whatever. Eat, pray, love. Uh, but eat, pray, love <laughs> is right. Yeah. <laughs> so true. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, yes. Eat, pray, love though. I like it literally for each individual thing that it represented it. I don't care if you look at the book or the movie. Um, I'm visual. So the movie really helped. I love the book. Um, but also I did really love the movie because it just obviously divided it up visually into these beautiful places that she went to go visit. But I liked what it represented, which was the fact of healing process, letting things go that you created and you thought was what you wanted and knowing when to just basically tear it all down, even Mm. if that means tearing down you and the world that you created around it and what it looks like to have to start over and how messy that can be and the letting go and then the holding back on and the letting go and then the starting over and the recreating and the looking for who you really are and trying to find what that looks like. And does it look like what you thought it was going to look like and being okay with changing those bits and pieces that don't represent what you thought it was going to be. And realistically also in the end, it wasn't necessarily, and I don't mean on the book or in the movie, I mean, in life, it wasn't the happy ending. Like it was literally life kept going on. It didn't work out. She's not with these people anymore, but that's also that's real. That's life, mm-hmm. which is eat, pray, love, enjoy the moment, enjoy what is, whether it's the good, the bad, whatever, hold on tight to whatever is happening. That's good right now because it could be gone in the next moment, but that doesn't mean that this moment doesn't deserve to be lived and fully valued and experienced just because it might be temporary. And then don't get caught up on how long it's going to be there. Just be in it. Yeah. And so I, 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 that's it. <laughs> I feel like the theme of all of the, of the movies and everything is just like, be present. Yeah. <laughs> like just be present be mm-hmm. with some gratitude, with just mm-hmm. a little couple sprinkles of gratitude and a smile. <laughs> Cause this world is built to be able to make you say, burn it all down. <laughs> burn it down. <laughs> so when you got when you have a little story or a little movie or a little book that comes to say, well, hold on. Let's not burn it all down. There's a, there's, there's a couple of pieces here that we could also enjoy. <laughs> you want to embrace those moments, right? The ones that are all cuddly and soft and make you feel good. Yeah, you want to embrace those when they come yeah. around. And so Look at those me. are the I ones you've got to you gotta search those out because those are the ones that are not necessarily like popping up all the time. And I only want to burn down half of it right now. Look at what it's done for me. I know. Look at that. Look at that. Gross. Look. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. We'll see what happens next week. Okay. Okay, But we we in this moment. This moment right now deserves to be celebrated. In this moment, you don't don't want to burn but half of it down. We ain't even going to focus on the half you want to burn down. We're going to focus on the one that you decided to save. Exactly. There you yeah. go. Oh, look at you. I'm look saying, at you. look the at you, girl. You save. Oh, mm-hmm. 
Oh. Well, you know what? You know what I think it is? It's my what? last move, my last share. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. I want to talk about <laughs> Talk about it. Okay. Well, let me just preface this by saying it's, it's, I'm not saying that this is like award-winning television. Mm-hmm. I'm not okay. saying that this is like, oh, you know, okay. It doesn't quite compare to what we've been talking to up okay. until this point. Okay. Spit it out, Angela. What you, what but... you want to say? <laughs> I got to do my disclaimer. I'm saying. <laughs> because I said it to you earlier and you were like, what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you know when I go on Netflix, like I go, like I'm gonna go down the rabbit hole. I'm deep in the trenches. I don't want, I don't want, like here's some stuff for you. Don't want it because you usually don't get it right. Netflix, sorry. Mm -hmm. Um, You've been a little problematic, Netflix. Mm -hmm. So I've been doing Mm -hmm. deep dives into like you know, let's see what the cool stuff is that they're not promoting. Mm -hmm. And one Mm -hmm. thing that I found, which was a reality TV show, kind Mm -hmm. of, kind Mm -hmm. of. Is called Falling in Love Like a Romantic Drama. Okay. <laughs> it's a Japanese show and it makes me so happy. It makes it makes me so happy. Okay. It's a dating show, but mm-hmm. also it's also an acting show. Oh, so the whole, okay. the, whole prom- the premise is what if, okay, like what if you're an actor or actress looking for love? Can you actually find love with your co-star? Hell yeah, then, we've got divorce rates going high up in Hollywood over it. But see, here's the interesting thing, because the way that films and acting is regarded in Japan is mm. nothing like the United States. It's mm-hmm. not not necessarily like celebrity and, you know, like that kind of stuff. It's very much treated like a career, like this is your job, right? Mm-hmm. And and so the whole idea was like they brought in like four women, four young women, four young men, mm-hmm. and each week they have to like kind of they they get paired up and then they're trying to win the lead role of like a small vignette that they're going to shoot that week Mm -hmm. and it's so cute because like when they're rehearsing together when they're auditioning for Mm -hmm. the main for the acting coach Mm -hmm. like they can't be physical with each other Mm -hmm. like that's frowned Mm -hmm. upon so they they can't actually kiss Mm -hmm. when they're practicing or um their audition they can Mm -hmm. only kiss if they actually win the role, the lead role mm-hmm. for that week. Mm-hmm. And so you have these little relationships and likes that start happening, mm-hmm. but like sometimes they're paired together and sometimes they're paired with somebody else. Or sometimes mm-hmm. there's two people who like one person mm-hmm. and, you know, and so they, and they go on little dates or they have like confessionals, like mm-hmm. every like third or fourth show, like there's a confession where somebody has to confess like how they feel. Mm-hmm. And then you have to wait for the other person to respond or tell them how they feel. Mm-hmm. But it's also in relation to working together as a couple. Mm-hmm. And oh my god, it's so I love it so much because everybody's like so respectful of each other, even if they Aww. don't like each other. Like, I have started watching all these shows like outside the United States because mm-hmm. I just don't like the way that dating happens yeah. here. I don't like to imagine being should, in these streets still. I don't I girl, I you have right. my heart. I got right. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> But, but like places like, you know, other places like Australia or mm-hmm. Japan, mm-hmm. just it's been interesting to watch how they handle relationships like that, even though it's still, it's still a game show. It's still reality TV. Right. Know, some of it's probably still scripted, whatever, mm-hmm. but it's, but there's just something about like when people have to be honest about their feelings, you know, and like they're not rude and they're not mean, they, you know, like if two girl two women like the same 
boy, man. Mm -hmm. Um, They're not, like, trying to figure out, like, how they can, like, be better than the other one. They're, like, super respectful of each other. Like, oh, you like him? Okay. Well, then you can have him, though. I really do like him. And they're like, but if you like him, too. Right. You know, and it's just, like, you know, but they're, like, helping. They're, like, boost. They're, like, busting each other up. You know? They're just, like, when they're, like, see the guy, they're, like, you know, I really like you. But, you know, Mocha's really nice, and she really likes you, too. And I'm, like, oh, my God, look at you all trying to help each other out. You know? Yeah, that's not the States. The States would be, like, the United States, they, like, may the odds be in your favor. (laughs) (laughs) I love this show only because it's, like, it's just, like, a feel-good show. Like, there's things that happen, and people cry, and things like that. But at the end of the day, like, nobody's nasty. Nobody's raunchy. Nobody's calling people out their name. Nobody's cussing somebody out. Mm -hmm. Nobody's, you know, showing their body or using their body for advantage or their looks, even their looks for advantage, you know? They're Mm -hmm. just, like there to fall in love and become an actor. <laughs> it's so cute. I might give it a whirl. I might give it a whirl. Give it a whirl. Just give okay. it a try. It's so cute. It's so Aww. cute. <laughs> and then because when they do finally kiss, oh my mm-hmm. God. It's just like <laughs> I never you see this. I never I'm get, saying like, I'm, I'm like, like who is this person? <laughs> this got you gushing. I'm like Jeez, every time I've ever seen you talk about a show, it's been very aliens and robots and sci-fi and girl, you I think you're blushing over there. <laughs> it's so cute. We just switched roles so- and say like Freaky Friday on a Sunday. <laughs> Oh my god, seriously. Because you have yelled and burned it down way more times than I have Listen, in this episode. <laughs> this one and the previous one. It's been real too. Said it with my whole chest. You yep. did. Yep. Well, go watch Falling in Love like a romantic comedy. Or okay. romantic drama. That's what okay. On Netflix. I will definitely look at it. Okay. It's a feel good. It's a feel good. Or... I like a feel good. It's a, yeah. yeah. So I'll definitely take a look at that one. <laughs> But, you know, it's funny, we were talking earlier before we started recording about how there just really hasn't felt like a lot of good mm-hmm. film and TV shows out there. And, mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't know if it's like that because I don't know for you, Monica, if it's like I haven't really been looking for mm-hmm. new stuff. But also, like when I do look, it just doesn't feel like there's anything that I really want to watch. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like there's anything good with good messaging or mm-hmm. You know, like you said, it looked like they were like throwing her together with a Band-Aid mm-hmm. because of the pandemic. But mm-hmm. I just I'm yeah, it's just weird. I no, I've, I've been looking. I because I there's moments like there's moments like today. I'm like where I'm just I'm tired. I just kind of want to sit back and chill. You know, um, I'm tired in a good way because I went hiking, but just tired. I want to sit back and chill and just really watch a good show. And I have thumbed through all of the streaming services and I don't see anything I want to watch. And I'm like, it doesn't make any sense to have this much access to something and there not be anything that I want to watch. And it's just because I, I'm definitely not in the mood to watch anything very heavy mm-hmm. or serious. It has to be upbeat. It has to be funny. Um, it has to be either romantic or, you know, it can be like a... um a reality show, but just something on the higher vibration. It has to be something heavier, um, lighter, not mm-hmm. heavy. And right now I feel like everything is very heavy. Exactly. Yeah. And I don't want, I don't want anything heavy. 
I'm living heavy. There's this yeah. stuff that's going on. This feels heavy. I, I'm so when I'm ready to tap out and give my mind a break, I want to give my mind a break and watch something that's more light spirited. And there's not a lot of that. That is so true. No, you, you, you nailed it. That that's, that's exactly what's been it, to me too. That's mm-hmm. what it feels like it's been happening. Like it's all of this heavy stuff, like, mm-hmm. you know, like people like messing over other people. Like we're really into like people who are awful human beings. Like, mm-hmm. Elizabeth Holmes, like the mm-hmm. the Theranos mm-hmm. woman, and you know, like mm-hmm. we're really into that. We're really into crimes. I'm like, I really don't need to see another crime Mm-mm. show or Mm-mm. like crime podcasts mm-hmm. or series made based off of crime podcast. Mm-hmm. Don't need any more of those, right? Right. Um, I don't. I'm, I need a break from any racial tension. I just, mm-hmm. I just can't right now. Yeah. Like it's in the streets. Why do I need to see it in my home? Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. Like everything that, that comes up, that's coming out feels really, really. Yeah. But I'll go ahead and do the deep dive and look at this one. Look this one up and see what this is about. <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> it reminds me a lot of that other Netflix show that I liked about um, Love on the Spectrum. Oh, okay. About, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, but this has a different element because of the acting piece of it. And then like mm-hmm. to watch them act together at the mm-hmm. end of it mm-hmm. and to see them kiss. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I don't know. It just brings out like the 13 year old in me where I'm like, Oh, they're kissing. They're kissing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I am not this person. I'm not- <laughs> you are today. I am. I am. <laughs> I guess I am. I am this week because I have binged season one. So yeah, I'm gonna go and look at it too. So all right, let me know. I'm excited to hear. I will. I will. Well, friends, that concludes this episode of Living Creatively with your host Angela Dalton and Monica Parks. I really didn't even wrap that up, did I? With for the people, I'm like, nope, we're done. That's I thought it was wrapped up good. Oh, you said okay, good. Remember, you can also. <laughs> I don't know. Was there a, was there something else you needed to say? I don't know. Maybe, oh. but it's not. I don't know what it is. Oh, it's okay. Left. So oh. I'm keeping all of this too. By the way. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, was there something else? We we button that up. Watch it. All right. Bye. I mean, wow. We did. We did. It's Freaky Sunday because we did switch places. <laughs> <today>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, did um, we wrap it up? You're like, just wrap it up, Angela. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Okay. Remember, friends, you can also connect with us on Instagram at Living Creatively Now, Living Creatively Podcast Face Facebook page. And on our website, this is livingcreatively.com to subscribe or to send us questions that you'd like us to answer or advice you may need as a fellow creative. I'm going to get through it. I promise (laughs) (laughs) y'all. Thank you for joining us and being part of our Living Creatively community. Always remember to protect your heart, protect your mind, and protect your gift. Until next week. Bye. Bye.